you change it up and you hold it up near uh, a, a slab next to like one of the things supporting this sort of column and it lights up like one of the doors and the tube slides down and the fluid and everything within it stays perfectly cylindrical. Uh, it doesn't move. The thing within mm-hmm. though, with you being so close, shifts its motion towards you and does not sense the glass anymore. Mm-hmm. And it sort of silly putty slap slides its way up your now, arm. Now is this good or bad? He's, he's, he's just looking at it like fascinated. Like now is this a good thing or a bad thing? And it just keeps sort of like shimmy shamming around. Um, Give me, everybody in this present place, give me a charisma check. Oh, fuck. Yay, disadvantage. <laughs> oh, a three. Twelve. Two. It, it shifts off your arm, down your arm, and onto the floor, and begins to roll its way, like one of those Stretch Armstrong things you throw at the wall or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. down across the floor, betwixt Johan's leg up his boot, up your leg and across your hilt of your sword, uh, Eldrick, and splats onto your chest, Bugnacious. Okay. And this stuff forms perfectly around the entirety of your chitinous body. It is it hurting? Okay. Are you okay? And I think you said your character was like a slight orange color. Yeah. You are no longer orange. You are now jet black with flecks of silver all over you. Awesome. That's hot. That's <laughs> cool as hell. You're and okay though, right? You don't feel bad or weird. If anything, uh-huh. you feel like a lot better. Okay. You are at full health. Oh, shit. Uh, all right. Should I like... Yes, I'm going to send you something on Discord. Oh, okay. shit. <laughs> Look, I, I'm, I'm cool with it, but Bugnacious is, like, getting stacked up for this final fight. <laughs> oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Are you telling me I'm Venom? <laughs> basically. You're fucking Venom. Uh, so, basically, I have plus one AC, mm-hmm. and I resist necrotic poison and psychic damage. That's oh really good. shit! Yeah, I mean, it says once I take a long rest, I have to feed it blood, which is crazy. Gross. Oh my god! Listen, those resistances oh, are really shit. good, though. Like, I, th- I think that's a yeah. Thing. I yeah. mean, specifically to what we're doing. Yeah, no, psychic mm-hmm. and uh, like all those. Are- and this wasn't and this wasn't planned for Bugnacious. This was a random find for any yeah. of you guys. Even mm-hmm. Johan was up for grabs, but he rolled mm-hmm. a four, so yeah. <laughs> he wasn't doing very charismatic right there. And uh, after that kind of incident happens, everybody's like, holy shit, are you okay? And like, Johan's like, uh, you look, uh, you look uh, fancy. Look, I, ugh, this is going to sound arrogant. I know I was good looking, but this is something else. Oh, no, you're sleek as hell now, man. <laughs> man, you look like, you look like you, you in death would be worth more than you are in life. <laughs> You, like you, statue, you almost you know? don't you almost don't want to be too good looking. Yes. Like a statue. Uh, it's crazy. But but here we are. Uh 
I'm feeling good. Let's go fucking kill somebody. Yes. I don't know who, but let's just go do it. I think think this should be a... Use your eyes quickly. Yeah. While we are at this point. I will do that. As you go into this trance-like state now, instead of the milky white now, it's like a sort of like like slate black over his eyes as his body sort of like shifts like looking through the vacuum of space as you Mm -hmm. see his eyes moving in time with the the twinkling along his skin Mm -hmm. as you now see instead of the just the the splotches of energy now you see a silhouette of the outline of each of these now targets that you are looking at you see gene now still above the party that is meeting there you can see the uh hunched over figure of an older gentleman next to a shorter goblin-esque uh figure and then standing before them is a seven foot tall dragon-esque humanoid and they seem to be conversing and speaking uh beside uh what looks to be some sort of like makeshift fire source or something some sort of light source in the room that's giving off just like vague fumes of that same sort of energy that they're also giving off and you can see that large source now is what this shape is so strange that you see now instead of it being just a smudge of like light you can see what looks like what looks like one of those similar to one of those fruit trees that you you guys passed out in the uh in the earlier area, but like hunched over in a more sickly, almost like limp like fashion. And several of those, uh, uh, of, of what can be described as like maybe those fruits, but probably not hang from each fingertip and beneath where the plant is based. It is just a giant pool of this roiling abyssal energy. And that is feeding up into the plant and through these fruits. Um, well, I will relay that information to everybody else. Oh fuck yeah, more and food. I think, I think the the vibe they get from me is kind of just like abject horror, kind of mm-hmm. indescript. Like I'm I'm not feeling defeated, but I was feeling really good two seconds ago, and all of a sudden I'm back to where I was. <laughs> As your emotions change with that, the twinkling on your your new skin sort of suit situation sort of dims a little in like spots. Yeah. As you feel this like wash of like horror. Yeah. You almost go full jet black. Yeah. For a second, I think for a second, I'm all of a sudden defeated again as I'm kind of really afraid of the things that I've just seen. Mm-hmm. But then and I kind of. I, I wanted to reiterate too, you saw Jean's silhouette above somewhere okay. where they are currently having this meeting um i think i'm afraid and kind of deje- dejected for a second and then i think i kind of collect myself and i look at them and say there's n- no better time than the present let's let's fucking let's fucking do this you guys make your way out of this room having johan look at this newfound key you've made him and he goes up to one of the lockers really quick and he presses a thing and he tosses the few items that are in there, which is what looks to be some sort of weird wrench and a cloak of manta ray. So he tosses that back to you guys. He's like, you guys can split this up if you want. I'm good. I found some ink. No idea what this does. I, I let them have, 
Obviously, I've gotten enough stuff. Yeah, yeah. You can have the, you can mm-hmm. have that stuff. Uh, and there's a green, a cloak of what? A cloak of manta ray. If you want to look that up yeah, on your own side, and y'all can see what that does. And then a wrench that I don't have anything for right now, but it's just like a weird, cool, like steampunky fucked wrench. Yeah, uh, you can have both that. I'll, I'll grab the cloak and uh, throw it on. Mm-hmm. All right, you go said for it. Uh, a wrench. Is that something yeah. I could look up or? No, no, no. Okay. It's, it's something that I'm like homebrewing, but like, oh, okay. y'all can look into that yeah. later when you have yeah. time to identify it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll grab both of them. Okay, yeah. So you guys make your way uh, out of this room and down the hall past a couple more of these corridors, and uh, you make your way down to a secondary hallway, and I'm going to need you guys to give me another stealth check as Johanna opens up another side door. That's an eight. Oof. Yeah, Ooh, 27. And Johan got a one. Oh my oh, god. Yep, I don't think so, we're uh stealthing our way out of this one. As you guys head into this room, uh, uh as you guys stumble into this uh door that has a tastely gone in, as he's going to close the door, you see some of those metal spheres have been following you guys above and they zip off. Yep. All and right. Johan's like, no time to think yet. We go now. And uh, you guys make your way up through one of those, uh, through another one of those side rooms that have like the pipes and things again to a uh, another ladder shaft. And you guys make your way up to the room just beneath the room that you guys are destined to go meet your prey, quarry, whatever. And uh, this room now here is sort of a like what you see is a like. For lack of a better term, like a, a, a kiosk with like a waiting desk and like a couple benches and chairs. And there was uh, you see you see a woman typing away at a screen sitting in this office sort of area and Johan kinda as you as that door opens up and she just looks over at you all. Please be seated. She gets back to typing. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Johan's just like we... I look I look to Johan like what? I did not expect them to still be here. I thought it would just be straight through those doors. And he points at some doors behind her that are labeled like conference room. <laughs> I I will kind of whisper Everything group. feels very mm-hmm. office y, like normal, yeah. like real yeah. life office, but all the furniture and things in this room are made out of that same black sort of like yeah. material. And this woman at the desk is like now that you uh, you see her, it is a woman with uh, sort of like long white that uh, fading down into gray hair, pale sort of white skin yeah. with like black veins. Um, I will turn to the group and kind of be like, I think if anything that the element of surprise might be our best friend. I think we might just need to barge in. I don't. Unless you think otherwise. I think... And she just turns her screen towards you, and one of the tabs. Oh, on I the didn't say that loud is... enough for her to hear. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, no, no. I okay. said I. I. Sorry. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Whispering. No, I was very much so like just <laughs> saying that. Okay. That they I was just making sure. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought you straight up were just talking. No, 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 no. That would have been crazy. <laughs> it's a hell of a power move. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what, what if we just kill this woman <laughs> at the bin? Uh, uh, so. Well, she's behind like a big, like round yeah. desk. How do you situation. feel about us um, 
You can see Jean. Maybe we wait to see if Jean attacks and then we barge in Din. Yeah, what what is 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 Jean still like lying in wait? Um as you guys sort of make your way through this sort of situation and the woman speaks to you, you you can look with your eyes and you see Jean sort of working his way down through like piping near that area down to a more like vantage point flush with the ceiling of the room with yeah. him and their conversation can kind of vaguely be heard through the wall but like just like like slight speeches yeah. and stuff like that can't and hear you words can kind of pick but, yeah. yeah you you hear like an elderly man kind of speaking and uh you eldrick specifically pick up on the tone sort of like the the baseline of the voice of like the you know like of Bagan, mm-hmm. uh, like, like no mistake yeah. in it, it's him. Um, and I say to them, he he has not made his move yet, but he's made his. Yeah. He's in position. Basically. He he is there. So do do we go sit down and should wait we or? just sit and wait for him to attack? I think so. That sounds kind of. Anti-anticlimactic. Anticlimactic. Johan, I, what, I what punched the, the hole. I punched a hole mm-hmm. in the head of a dragon. I've, I'm good with climaxes for this adventure. And she, she just uh, the woman pipes up and she's like, uh, "They're with you, right? Your crew that you were here with." Mister Siegfried is still in his meeting, but that should be adjourned very shortly, and you guys will be receiving payment and as well as any sort of other things you need to clear up with Mister Siegfried. I'm sure that the task was finished as planned, and you do have the product with you, correct, Mister Johan? It says here. <laughs> oh, I pull out the thing which I had grabbed when I shrunk. It's like, oh yes, we we have I it right here. Minions. I don't think we're supposed to be talking. Go ahead, cousin. Oh, sorry, I I hand it to Johan. And yeah, and Johan's like, I get, I guess uh, it is a. Uh, it is here. There was a slight complication with a. Uh, it is uh, tiny, but do not do not question. Right. We did not take not shrinking wand. You're overselling. Oh, you're overselling. <laughs> in my book, it says you're overselling. I, I, I sit down. I sit down. Yeah. 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 He's just like uh, <laughs> there was a problem. Uh, the product. During an excursion where I lost a few men, it was broken. To transport it, it was shrunk, but it can be reversed. However, the damage, I am willing to take out of pay, yes. Uh, And she's like, oh, I'm sure that will be discussed. Uh, But as long as you have the product, I'm sure things should be fine. And uh, it is at that moment as she's like kind of signing him, and he comes back to sit down with you. You guys hear a large crash in the other room. Oh no! We should go help and out <laughs> with your sight. What is what is going on and in there? Rush in. With your sight, you see, um, you see a couple things happen. Okay. You see the silhouette of Jean drop down from the ceiling. There's a tussle between Jean and the and Bagan, and Jean sort of is struggling to sort of envelop him, but then Bagan's hand just reaches up and grabs Jean by his throat. And he stops transforming into his like webbed out self and is just being held. Okay. By Bagan. 
uh, I'm gonna uh, at that instant at that exact instant I'm going to say to the other guys, "Holy shit, uh, Gene might be in trouble." Believe it or not, Russian, we might Russian, want to Russian, let's go. help uh, he- Russian. Like, and like I'm I'm mm-hmm. getting up and, and being like, "Okay, we might need to help. Let's go." And you guys, Johan, and you guys all stand up and start to storm to the doors, and the lady uh-huh. behind There's the desk is like, "No, don't." Not yeah, not <laughs> not even listening. <laughs> doesn't give a shit. <laughs> and she, she, she's just an employee. As, you she, see, she's as she like, says "I just that. work here." You see, as she says that, she shifts her appearance to look like a completely different person. And yeah. she's just like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, we're rushing in. Now she's just a man. Who's at bursting the desk open the door? Point, not the same lady. And she, I, 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 I feel like I was running and telling yeah. you guys if what's you happening as I'm running. Yeah. You knock the doors open, and Bagan is holding Gene by his neck and looking in So I will say to you, Kyle. I knew that this was happening. I feel like I'm running in with my crossbow, crossbow drawn, ready to fire a shot the second I run through. Because I knew mm-hmm. where they and are, sig- what's happening. Yeah. No, 100%. Like, and, I am and trying just- to get Gene free as soon yeah, as I no. crash Bagan, through. Bagan looks at you all as y'all burst into the room and then looks back at Siegfried not having seen you quite yet, Eldritch, because I don't think mm-hmm. you were at no, the beginning. I'm definitely like, he, kind uh, of taking the rear. And he says to Siegfried, is this some sort of ambushed? Are you double crossing me? Yes, we are double crossing you, and I'm literally firing a bolt the second I cross through. I Who are you firing at? Oh, at at yeah, uh, at him. I think he, at Bagan. At Bagan, who's holding Gene. I think he's oh, like going fuck. to shoot him in the like, arm. The shit. second I crash through, I am shooting, trying to free Gene, and I'm like, "Yes, we're double crossing you, Bagan," because I've heard this guy's name. <laughs> um. That's a 16 to hit. Holy shit. Hang on. I got to pull up his stuff because I didn't expect <laughs> you to fucking go full Rambo I mode. Don't, I, I mean, I really yeah. don't know what the right thing to do here is. <laughs> what, you said it was a only, 16? Yeah. The only thing I know is that, like, shady shit's going on. Yeah. No, and that's... Our, our, like, our ace in the hole is not looking <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. No, no. That's perfect. You hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, if he is specifically like, if he was trying to shoot him in the arm to like drop Gene. Oh yeah, where are you shooting him? I was trying to force him to drop just Gene. Da- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you, are you trying to damage him, or are you just trying to knock Gene? I'm trying like, to like get. I, I mean, whatever it takes yeah. to get him to drop Gene was my intention. If it does damage, cool. But when I, I crash it, yeah. through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether that means like hitting him in the shoulder and the arm or so, whatever is holding Gene, he's mm-hmm. fucking I'm trying through, to the, him. through the forearm. Yeah, I rolled a five damage, but that was okay. my intention. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, he you shoot him and he's kind of caught off guard by that. Yeah. And does drop Gene. And we are Gene betraying sort of kinda- you. <laughs> Bagan scrambles sort of backwards away from Bagan. Come on, Siegfried, it's time to betray Bagan. Let's go. <laughs> and Sig and Siegfried. I am now, actually saying all these the door, things. Now, as you open the door, yes. I'm gonna paint the picture of what you see. Okay. You see the large dragonborn that just was holding Gene. Uh crystal dragonborn, similar to uh 
your boy Eldrick, but he has like long sort of like dread like tendrils coming out of the back of his head and he is an emerald dragonborn so he's like green sort of like opaque kind of colors and uh he has this band that looks like you know how when you see like ore in dirt and there's like that like line of like the metal through the dirt that you see you can kind of see this sort of like line like a scar from his eye down to his neck down across his left peck uh of this sort of gold band that like is what was giving off that faint uh that faint sort abyssal. of abyssal energy yeah. when you were looking at him uh and he after being shot uh kind of looks over to the frail older gentleman off to the side it's a small sort of gnome gentleman long braided beard with a couple of cogs like braided throughout it cool um <clears throat> these big glasses with series of like magnifying lenses that he can click down to go even larger that make his eyes look like he's too crazy cute. he's too cute uh -huh. to be a bad guy <laughs> uh and and he's got a huge sort of like black metal staff that he's like kind of using as a walking stick that's made out of the same sort of material as the rest of the shit around here and at his side is a goblin about like a foot taller than he is with like the most beautiful striking eyes you have ever seen he doesn't look like a traditional sort mine? of like goblin he's like very handsome looking you saying all goblins sort of like are ugly cute younger like almost like a teenage like <laughs> like if a guy traditionally they have been i don't know how they work in my fucking world but i mean like, that was like the whole like thing with my character like yeah no i know and he he in in a similar facet looks as beautiful as like bugnacious would look to a so the their children Booglin, would be glorious to the regular goblin this guy's i'm yeah, gonna be or real like but I'm ugly kind of into it like <laughs> it, it kind of draws my attention for a and second. He sort of like he sort of like cowers behind the smaller gnomish figure as you guys barge in, yeah. and the gnome kind of like looks at you all and looks over at Bagan, and he's like, "I can assure you, sir, I have no idea, but maybe one or two. I don't remember you guys multiplying, but one of them, the Goliaths, I've met definitely. Siegfried, it's me, Boogie, and it's." Uh, it's Johan. We're here. You would tasked us with betraying it's Bagan. That's why it's we're crazy here. Weird that Gene is it's just not to, and I, anything. And Bagan says, "Enough with this tomfoolery!" And he pulls a sword from its sheath. And as he pulls it from its sheath, it looks like the vacuum of space is opening up where the blade is, like quite literally, like galaxy stars. It looks like there's an absence of space in this area where the sword is. Right. And he holds it with both hands and he looks at Siegfried. I will dispatch with you and take what I need from this place. I'm going to need everybody in this room to roll initiative. Oh, shit. All right. He still hasn't noticed you yet, Eldrick, by the way. Yeah, I'm definitely hanging like back, like kind of like out, of, like in the shadows a little bit. From the top, 20 to 15. I got a 17. All right, 15 to 10? 14. 14. Yikes, Eldrick. Oh, Johan got a natural 20. Go Hell Johan. yeah, Johan. That's two natural 20 initiative rolls for Johan. Hey, don't <laughs> die this time, bitch. Don't die immediately. Yeah, in this seriously. <laughs> right, You're the coolest bad at being cool guy. And then uh, 10 to 5? Holy so shit. So we got, so, and, and then, and, and then 5 to 1. You got four, you go, you literally go 
just before Bagan, he got a three. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Shit. There's no fucking way we could make this oh shit up. Oh, my so God. Great. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> All right. At the top of the round, it's Eldrick. Oh, I forgot to roll for the gentleman. It's Eldrick. definitely not Eldrick. Definitely not Eldrick. It's definitely oh, not Eldrick. At the bottom of the order is <laughs> Eldrick. Well, no, because I started realizing I forgot to roll for the other two people in the room. So Siegfried and the Goblin, mystery, mystery hot Goblin, and si- and what you can presume to be Siegfried. I, I sure do hope this bad guy got, doesn't have lair actions. Um, okay, so at the top of the round, we got Johan, and Johan is like, he he he's like kind of looking around. He's like, he looks back at all of you. He's like, are we are we going? Go go happening? for it. Let's. This is happening. I don't think there's yes. any. Oh, did you roll and for? He's sort of like. Huh? Did you roll for Gene? That I roll for? Oh, I certainly did roll for Gene. I was going to say, it didn't Gene. sound like it. Yeah, please. That is. <laughs> yeah, we <okay>. need Gene. <laughs> yes. Um, we started this fight because Gene oh. was in danger. <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay. Gene, also, uh, I'm going to need a contested, like a Rollies roll for you and Gene Kornoth. Mm. So roll a flat D20 and see what you get. 13. You probably beat it. 13, yeah. you said? All right, so you're going first out of those 14s because Gene got a seven. All righty then. So at the top of the round is Johan. Johan's looking around. He kind of asks you guys, like, are we, are we going all out? If we're going all out. Go I'm, for it. Go. And, go. And <laughs> fucking, Johan is going to rage. Oh, yes. He just roars at the top of his lungs and summons his longsword. And he just points at Siegfried and he goes... It's time to pay up, old man. And he's going to run at Siegfried and cast Misty Step and appear right in front of Siegfried. Awesome. Oh, shit. And he's going to go ahead and try to attack Man, I wish he would have targeted the scary Void Sword Man. Priorities, you know? I mean, That is a 14. Man, I've got to open a different. I opened the wrong character sheet. I'm sorry, everybody. (laughs) Um, as, as Kyle's looking this up, I do want to use psionic mind just as like we were running in there and he pulled out, uh, mm-hmm. as uh Bagan pulled out that sword. Um, I'm just gonna, you know, kind of blast a group message really quick and just say, uh, uh, me wary of his sword. It. Oh yeah. No shit. It's a scary space sword. You don't have to tell me that. <laughs> Let, let's just say, don't, don't let it hit. You. Uh, that wasn't going to. That wasn't Rushes in with a misty step. Oh, I forgot he rolls at advantage because he's raging. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. Okay, so he rolled a 15 to hit, but unfortunately he just misses. So as he brings the sword down, screaming with like this big grin, it bounces off the outside of this dome-like barrier around about where the, t- the tip of the staff meets the air and mm-hmm. around him. Oh, shit. And, uh, and you see Siegfried kind of take a step back like you hired guns that are never worth anything and he's just he just grins at him as the fucking spirit fucking forms right next to him this time not looking as sad this this spirit kind of is embodying johan's sort of lust for blood right now and it is just grinning ear to ear like he is just like i'm gonna fucking kill you and it's just like (laughs) (laughs) just kind of laughing at him uh up next in the order is bugnacious oh no wait yeah bugnacious hell yeah okay so once again not to be a broken record 
Um, I'm going Who's to mark? first use my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark. <laughs> Go off, King. It's a good. It's a good move. It's a, yeah. It's like my only it's thing I can really do yeah. realistically. It's a good open. Um, I'm gonna cast Hunter's Mark on Bagan. Oh, um, okay. and I am going right to go after him. Uh, the most damage I can do to this scary man, I feel like, is my best option. So I'm yeah. going to cast Hunter's Mark on him and then uh, do t- both of my attacks against him, obviously. I will say the Light of Redemption is my main uh, attack, which no, will be my first one. Good, good call. Mm-hmm. That's a 16 plus 723. If you say this misses, I'm going to cry. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. So that's 10 damage plus 4 uh, radiant. Okay. So that's 14 total. Dang. That's a good hit. Is, good hit. Does the 4 double being that it's plus 4 radiant? Or not against him? Um, Not against him. Okay. No. Just, but just it would check, double just against checking. Some yeah, other, some other more potent entities, but yeah. he he's hit with this, and it's sort of like you you move. The light of redemption feels like you're just extending a limb, like you're just like moving so effortlessly with yeah. this, and you just spin it over your shoulder and just bring it down across, nearing that collarbone section on his uh, where that scar is, and it sizzles there, and like he kind of winces from that, and just and as he like as he exhales, you feel like the edges of your mind and vision like almost singeing like fire set to a paper when he cool. like exhales. You don't see breath. Yeah. You feel it in your mind's eye though that he like is breathing fire in this moment. Well, I'm going to continue through with my other hand and oh, like carry yeah. my momentum into a second attack. Yes, yes. Go ahead and give me that other one. And roll. that is another 23. Yeah, fuck Holy yeah. Shit. Go ahead and roll damage. That is nine damage. Uh, but I just realized for the other attack, I forgot to add my plus four. So that was actually... 18, not 14. Okay. So 18 plus 9, uh, 27. I forgot to add the plus 4 since I added the 4 for the Light of Redemption. Lord, you've got so many theory. Okay. And up next in the order, if that's the end, yeah? Yes. Good. It was a good turn. All right. Up up next in the order is you, Kornoth. Uh, Kornoth, uh, knowing that he really needs to stay back this time, uh, he's going to use uh, his action to cast Maximoth's Earthen Grasp, um, where basically uh, he uses his connection to the earth to summon a hand out of like the ground, like whatever the material the ground is made out of, and yeah, yeah. it is going to try to grab the leg of uh, the scary Void Sword Man and restrain mm-hmm. him. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so he makes a he makes a strength saving throw against my spell DC. All righty then, a strength saving throw you says. And yeah. Does a seventeen save? It was fourteen, so yes. All right, so it fails, okay. but like the hand is still there. It's just like it's not. Yeah, a, it it, I think he feels it grab him in this moment and just kind of dashes the sword across it, just knocking yeah. the stone away from his ankle. Yeah. And he just kind of eyes you before turning his attention back to Bugnacious. Yeah. And that, uh, that's all he's going to do. Alrighty. Oh, God. that's all. That was my main thing, guys. <laughs> and up next in the I give him a thumbs up. Is Gene. Gene, I think, in this moment sort of scrambles back away from. Begone after having been like snatched out of the air, probably a little freaked out, right? Him. 
Yeah, he was trying to get the drop on this guy, and he just grabbed him before he could even do anything. And oh, he sort of stepped away and like turns his attention to uh, uh, like just panicked eyed towards Siegfried, and he's gonna go ahead and pounce at Siegfried. I'm gonna shout for- at Gene for a free action. Be like, "We got this, Gene. I've got your back." Just try to, <laughs> just try to like keep like bolstering the idea that we are on the same side because obviously. We are at the moment. Yeah. Um, I think he sort of kind of looks at you for a second and just he nods after hearing you calling him Gene still and just like <laughs> even in this intense moment. And he's just like, the fuck? And he just <laughs> shakes his head and just dives towards uh, towards Siegfried for, let's see, I'm going to reroll that because I don't remember what that dice was on. That is 11 plus... It's plus four, so that's 15. I think that hits. I got to go through character sheet after goddamn character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 15 just misses. So, oh, again, shit. he dives at Siegfried trying to get the Good weaker target. And he he bounces off that barrier once again. And he's just like, what the fuck? And, and Siegfried looks at this creature before him and is and not scared. He has this almost look of like My recognition and abject fascination. At what is before him. Yeah. All right, and he's going to swipe again. Ooh, that one's definitely going to hit, though, as he's lining him up. Sieg- he, he almost feels exposed by Siegfried's almost nonchalant glancing at him like a piece of meat. Yeah. And he just... And he roars, and his hand itself, not his whole body, takes on the large troll-like claw, and he brings it down. And you see it shatter through the barrier that was around him, only shimmering when it was hit. Slashing Siegfried across the face for... Oh, it's so funny making my kids fight, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, holy shit, that's 10 damage on my baby Hell Siegfried. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And I think he, like, stumbles back as, like, blood splatters the floor beside him. And he looks, he looks like, he looks a little, like, taken aback to be touched in so, like, long, you would assume. <laughs> like, he, like, just has this vibe of, like... <laughs> You don't touch me. You you dare touch me? And it's just like he's like losing his shit and kind of stumbles away as now the once timid goblin behind him sort of like his his brow drops and his vision so like his eyes go from this beautiful vibrant baby doll eyes to these like you touched papa. <laughs> oh <laughs> no. That's you a touched relationship. Papa. You have to die now. That's all you hear from that goblin as Gene looks like, uh, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, right, Gene. Fuck, like he looks kind of scared, but also I like know, taken I'm aback gross, at like, gross. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck are you? Like, he just, he knows that's not a goblin uh-huh. and, uh, it, it, he's going to end his turn by like, kind of like using an action to like hop away to kind of yeah. like, he's touch him real quick and go, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, next up is, uh, Siegfried himself. Siegfried kind of clutching his face where his eye was kind of like just scarred by Jean is going to uh, look towards the young goblin. He's going to be like, my child, protect my escape. And he hits his fucking uh, staff onto the ground and he is going to cast teleport. Counterspell. Oh. Oh. At what level? I I only have third level spells. it was a third level teleport so like as he taps the ground 
<laughs> as he taps the fucking ground. Holy shit. He, it, the, the magic coalesces for a minute and then just fizzles out. And he just looks over at you and just like, no, no, no. <laughs> and he's going to, uh, no, he's got a, he's got a little, he's got a little something for you. He's going to go ahead and Can cast I just say, us. that was badass, Jeremy. That was so fucking. <laughs> just the nonchalant. Oh, counterspell. and in his uh in his like hubris he's going to or like in his like upset like mind right there seeing that happen he's going to look at you and he's going to cast chill touch on you oh he'll touch you so definitely plays blue control decks and magic together that is a 10 plus zero eight oh that's gonna hit that's does an 18 (laughs) Uh uh-huh Alrighty, let's oh. roll that beautiful bean footage. That was yeah. so much. Yeah. <laughs> and that is going to be how many D eight? That's sixteen damage. Cool. As he just points his staff at you, and you see like the floor itself sort of like move like a vein popping to the surface towards you, and then a hand made out of the the very material of the floor grips your ankle like you did Bagan and drains the life from you as you take 16 necrotic damage. Yep, that's fair. Yep. Ouchie mama. Didn't feel good. And then the hand slowly forms back into the floor and it goes flush again and everything's like back to a normal room. Uh, cool. And then next up after Siegfried oh, is Oh, I need to, to be... I need to make a concentration on the hand. Oh, okay. I think it's going to drop. Yeah. Because I rolled a 10 plus 4, so 14. Okay. So, yeah, that stone hand falls yes. away. And then next up is the young goblin gentleman. And uh, he just, uh, he turns towards Gene and he just says again, you hurt my papa. Now I'm going to hurt you. And he casts enlarge on himself. And this tiny goblin just hulks the fuck out. He was in like this tiny tight fitted robe and it shreds to like a thin crop. The second he does that, just... I'm going to shout at Johan, make him small again. <laughs> Cause I gave the rod back to Johan. That's true. On Johan's turn. He's like, ah, yeah, yeah. And uh, this now small goblin is now a hulking version of himself. And he says, I'm going to hurt you now. I love how you and I I love Kyle. I just want to say how I love how you and I both have done the Mission Impossible 3 Philip Seymour Hoffman (laughs) bad guy in our stories. It's going to fit because I wanted him to feel like what's her name from uh, Bob's Burgers. The the, the, the monotone one that's like a little pervert. Oh, (laughs) Tina. Yes, oh, Tina. Tina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his voice is like inspired by Tina. Oh, I love that. Uh, but uh, he raises his fist and he's going to bring it down on top of Gene, but stop halfway and cast Eldritch Blast directly into Gene's face. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Oh, on the bright Alrighty. side, I was wrong. I didn't fail my concentration because it's half the damage you take. And that is plus eight. That is quick maths 13. He does it, and Gene just eats it. And Gene just kind of smiles at him, and his face shifts to, like, Johan's, like, signature grin that he does when he's mad. And he's just like, oh, what's the matter? I heard daddy. And the (laughs) fucking goblin just rages and brings a fist down onto his face for another attack. I was literally just about to say, like, 
I was like, man, she didn't really seem that strong. And then, and then he just ate he that just entire ate an time. Yeah. for nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this one's going to make contact, though, as he hits him with his massive goblin fist for a total of nine, uh, t- 11. <gasps> Never forget. <laughs> Nice. But uh, he hits he hits Gene, smashing his body now comically with just his arms and legs sticking through the floor, and now it is next in the order, Eldrick. Oh God! Okay, you oh, see yeah, this scene so happening before you. <laughs> you. You see this scene happening before you as chaos breaks out in the room. You hear the gentle typing of someone who doesn't give a fuck in the room <laughs> behind you. Um, so before, before we like ran into the thing, I definitely, I knew Bagan's here. I, I don't really know that I want him to know that I'm here. So as I was running through, I wanted to throw up my hood, um, okay. to kind of help yeah, uh, the, like, mask my identity got. a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to mask my identity to a little fair, bit. To be fair, Bagan was very distracted. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> you shot By him getting, in the arm. <laughs> I, I hit him for like 30 points of damage. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Um, I'm going to slowly walk up towards Bagan. Just mm-hmm. not say anything. Um, and, and that's I his whole don't... turn because he slowly walked up. So it yes, took the whole turn. yeah, for sure, <laughs> no, for sure. Well, I had I had a decent amount of time to get there. Yeah. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say anything because you slowly I'm, walked. I'm not going to go into a rage. I think. I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to swipe at him. I think I'm just going to kind of like, stu- I'm only going to draw one sword. Which and sword go- did you draw? Could you tell me which sword you draw? Is it th- Zekna? Or is, is it Zeknog? Or is it Ifani? Or is it Equifax? It matters. <laughs> it's, it's, it, uh, it really does. Yeah. Uh, shit. I think I'm going to draw Zekna. Zeknog? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. 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 Go ahead and so, make me attack roll, please. Yeah, so I'm Sounds like the wrong choice to me. Out. No, no, no. I mean, nothing's yeah. wrong here. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> going to take a funeral. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to grip it tightly and then just take a swipe. So, um, actually, I'm going to take three swipes because I can't. <laughs> oh, holy shit. <laughs> uh, first attack, 18. First attack is at 18. Let me yeah, see. Yeah, 18 to hit. 18 hits. Okay, I'm just going to roll all three of these real quick. So 18. Uh, I have a 20, dirty 20. Um, oh, and I shit. have a a 19. So I have three, yeah. three yeah, hits. All on three of those three hits. hits. So, yeah, Fuck so him three up, hits. Matt. Um, and since I designated, I'm only holding the one sword. That's 1d10 plus four on two of those. Nice. So mm-hmm. let me get my D10. So my D10 you hit first with uh, Zeknog. Mm-hmm. And as you do, the wood on the hilt burns away. And the hilt itself is sapphire like Zeknog. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And as oh, you I hit, love that. you deal psychic damage with this hit. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, so go ahead and add go ahead and add a uh plus four to this damage that you're about to roll plus four or one d4 did you use the other sword as well no just the one sword yeah so yeah yeah. plus four to each of the hits that you made okay cool so plus four psychic first one is a six plus four and then another four psychic so uh 14 
14, Jesus. Yeah, four, uh, second fuck one's going up, to be... I know. Uh, I don't second know who this one's guy going is, to be seven fuck. plus uh, four is uh, 11 plus another four, so 15. Jesus. And then my last one doesn't get that additional plus four, but uh, nine plus the four that you gave me, so 13. Matt. Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> Matt, this is some finale-ass shit right here. Matt. All right. Bagan drops unconscious as Tea you bag is fucking ass. <laughs> Stick your balls in his falling, goddamn dragon-ass mouth. His eyes sort of turn upon the first hit, and there's this look of recognition and almost shock as you are assailing your dear friend. And he falls unconscious to the floor. As he falls, I think I'll, I think I'll, if if you'll let me. I think in your mind and his, as this is happening as well, you hear Zeknog lecturing him almost. Mm. Like it's not an unspoken, it's like Mm -hmm. an unspoken sort of thing, but like basically like he's like, you can feel his presence there with you as this is happening. Like, this is deserved. You know what you fucking did. You've mm-hmm. been the bad, the bad, the boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, think, I think if you'll allow it, I, I want to, just in, in his head, just say, let's get through this, and then we can talk. How? And he drops the sword, and he falls. And the sword, as soon as it leaves his hand... The the that that space that is no space mm-hmm. disappears. Um, as his health points presumably drop to zero, um, I can as a free action pass my uh, hunter's mark, and I'm gonna pass it to Siegfried. Okay, Matt. I just want to say that was badass. That was yeah, that was ass. incredible. <laughs> uh, I think now it's back to the top of the order because Bagan didn't even get. I'm a glad you to got go. to do that. Just, yes. Yeah. No, and, I was uh, back I was to the top of the order. Hoping. Is Johan? Johan sees that large goblin having knocked Gene to the floor. He's like, "Good." Doesn't give a fuck. He rushes past him <laughs> and like almost like rolls off his large back and forms in his hand as he's doing this like effortless spin his spear and he brings it down at Siegfried. Going for his chest. I'm going to give that a roll here. Holy shit. That's plus seven? Yeah, holy fuck. That hits. (laughs) (laughs) That is seven damage. And I do believe the spirit also attacks him for... It's a D... Is this Johan's turn? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to make him small. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He forgot. (laughs) Bonus action, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he slashes across Siegfried with the spear across his chest. And then in that same instance as he's rolling off the goblin's back, because I did say he was touching him, so this would yeah. technically mm-hmm. him. Sure. He taps the wand to him, shrinking him back to his small size. Hell yeah. Hell and yeah. And the wand... Thank you, Matt. <laughs> I like, forgot. Turns to dust. <laughs> the wand disintegrates into sort of like black sort of like ash mm-hmm. and falls onto the floor and sort of like folds into the floor. Mm. And... uh Siegfried is he's looking he's looking panicked. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Man a good thing it's the, my y- turn. Y'all got the drop. Y'all got the drop on a guy doing a lot of moving and shaking around these parts. After he got hit by Johan, he's just like looking up at him now, kind of clutching his new chest wound. Uh 
just sort of like wild-eyed, like, ah, how? And uh, it's it's your go now, uh, Boonacious. As a certified nature boy. Freak. I, yeah. <laughs> as a certified nature boy, I, I hate everything this Siegfried guy stands for. Um, <laughs> so I want to fuck his shit up. Um, okay. So I'm going to just, you know, give him a, a good two attacks. Give me a dexterity save as you go past Goblin Friend. That's 12. Okay, yeah. As as you are going in for an attack on Siegfried, kind of beelining towards him, the young goblin with a little bit of magic left in his hand, he sort of like reaches out and like sends like one of those barriers in front of you and you kind of bounce off of it away from Siegfried, wasting a bit of time on that first attack, but you can go for another attack if you have one. Well, I I can dash as a free action, so I'm not worried about distance. Okay, yeah, yeah. So He's like that, that first distance. attack is a 17. Got you. Okay, yeah, 17 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. He's going for speed. Nice. Oh, that's almost max damage. Ooh. As you kind of roll off that barrier, like he tried to stop you in that moment, but he's too distracted. You sort of like use the momentum and roll off, spinning with your sword out. Or are you using the light of redemption? I'm using the light of redemption as my first attack. You spin and the light of redemption starts to coalesce in your hand as you're doing a spin. You're like a... Like a shooting star, you just send the blade home true. And how much damage I am was it? disgusted by who everything Siegfried stands for, and that is showing true in my actions. And I mm-hmm. deal with my first attack, nineteen radiant damage. Oh man, fifteen. Fifteen is just his armor class, so that hits. Hell oh, yes! Fuck yes. this dude's whole ass. <laughs> that's 11 more damage oh my god yeah, that's dude. 30 damage just, total fuck his like, ass like he can eat legitimately my shit. almost like the armor is like <laughs> enhancing the way bugnacious is already so deathly deathly moving like he just like hits a spin off that bar- barrier unsheathes the light of redemption in its way and looks like a sp- like a like a spinning top like a Beyblade. Just a blur of black and like shining starlight and just crashes into Siegfried for these two devastating blows, sending him stumbling back. He loses hold of his staff and he's sort of like in awe at what is befalling him right now. He thought he had all his chess pieces in the right spot, but y'all are fully running up on this man. He's not looking like bad, bad, but man's shooketh. He he is surprised (laughs) by what we're doing. He is he is was not expecting any of this. Um, okay, so now next in the order should be Kornoth? you, Kornoth. Yeah. All right, lovely. Um, you so- just saw again some nonsense, like the craziest shit. You just saw Matt. I mean, I'm sorry, Eldrick unloading on his fucking kin, his brother, his cousin, whatever you don't know, but he just <laughs> like like a warrior just pulls his hood up. And is like, I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> then you see Bugnacious come in like a can of whoop ass. What are you going to do? Uh, so um, hopefully it works this time, but uh, he is going to manifest the uh, arm again. And this is a very fun thing that's specific to Warcasters. Anytime they successfully counterspell, they absorb a small amount of the magic. So I have the, the, um, the arm actually has a radiant, Thing. So the next time it hits, something cool happens. 
Uh, so Are we just he, some radiant boys. <laughs> no, I, I say radiant. It's glowing with force. Oh, okay, got you. <laughs> uh, so now Siegfried n- needs to make a uh, strength save. Okay. And he's an old man, so I'm hoping it goes better than last time. Let's find out. Okay, that is a five. <laughs> okay. So this hand is, i'm assuming the hand is made out of this weird crystalline material that the, oh yeah if you're molding it yeah from yeah. the gr- from the earth yeah, yeah it, you it, notice this stuff sort of kind of similar to how siegfried used it against you mm-hmm. like a vein kind of coming up to the surface of the skin and that hand forms and coalesces again and is going towards siegfried what does it do all right so it's going to grab his leg and crush it just a little bit and he's so, a gnome so you probably grab both his legs that's fair so uh, it's going to do 2d6 damage, and also he's going to be restrained, and like he'll have to use his action to like break out of it on his turn. Hell yeah. Okay, that's gonna, so it's going to be 9 bludgeoning damage, and then in addition, the, there's going to be a force energy that comes up that uh, he absorbed from the spell he counterspelled that's going to add to it, and it's going to deal an additional... F- Four damage, uh, of force damage to this crush. So Holy now he shit. is restrained. So nine plus four, so that's thirteen. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. He's restrained. <laughs> uh, the restraint condition does a couple of things. I think the big thing is that everyone gets advantage on him now. <laughs> everyone gets to whoop this old man's ass. Hell hey, yeah. fuck this old man. And as as he does it, and it grabs him, he goes, "Hold still for my cousin." Gene is up next after you, Kornath. And he rises up from the crater that he was just punched into and is looking for the big target and then sees the smaller goblin in front of him and just opens his hand up above him <laughs> like a mouth and begins lowering it over this small goblin. I don't love that. That's so scary. And he's going to try to absorb him. One thing at a time, but I don't love that. No. <laughs> Listen, the man as is he scary. brings the mouth down around the 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 small goblin gentleman and closes it. In that instance of him doing that, the goblin wasn't. He was right there, and now he's like to the left of that position, like just looking at him, like nothing happened. And Gene just kind of what, and he's going to do it again, but this time using both hands, creating a. Sort of like just massive Jaws. tendrils. Like there's no possible way you're going to get away from me now. It's just like a mass of just tentacles. And he goes to do it again. Let's see how that goes. And again, it's like he just, he was there and then he isn't. Maybe Gene's and not the goblin's that just looking at him. And he just oh smiles. He's like, why do our allies always that roll too, so you bad? Know? <laughs> he says, I can do that too, you know. And he... He just kind of like, Gene looks at him like, what the fuck do you mean you can do that too? You don't even know what, like, like he's just baffled by that. But then his turn goes by and the next after Gene is Siegfried. And Siegfried, having just been battered and bruised again, is, is in this panic state. He just, I don't know who you are or what any of this is. But you, and he points out to, towards uh, Johan, consider this the end of contract. And he pulls a vial 
of that black sort of ichor-like fluid that seems to be made up of pretty much everything out and around here and uncorks it and just downs the whole fucking thing. Oh, that's scary. Uh, and that's that not is good. That's not the good. end of Siegfried's turn as he sort of falls to his knees, like mm-hmm. kind of seemingly sobbing and upset. Well, I'd like to think that our radiant damage will now start doing more to Siegfried, but I could totally be mm-hmm. wrong. Let's hope he just doesn't get the full transformation. This may be a Jackal Hyde situation. Whose turn is it? It's a good question. Oh, up ne- oh, sorry. I was setting some stuff up. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I lost my own <laughs> oh, for a minute. That's so funny. Uh, up next is... He just did whatever see. the opposite of self-actualization is. I think is. this would have been the Goblin. Yes, yes. This is the Goblin because Begone, I forgot I had to erase him off the thing. Okay. The Goblin is up next. He is going to look over at, uh, at Siegfried and he's like, you guys made Papa angry. I'm out of here, and he's like, "Oh shit, it. no!" He's, he's out. He says, "I'm, I'm, I'm not sticking around to find out." Are there any attacks uh, of opportunity? And he's I'm gonna going be real. To try, yeah, that's it, pretty scary. Yep. Yeah, that's scary as fuck. And he's going to try and run past. And first, he invokes opportunity attack against Gene. And you know what, Genie baby's trying to do? He's trying to eat this fool. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh, let's see what the child get. Oh. Mid run, his ankle is snatched by one of the tendrils. Oh Fuck, god, dude! And Gene just I'm not looking forward to this interaction we're gonna have. Gene just starts reeling him we have in. Been nothing but kind to this terrifying of fucking abomination. And the goblin's like scraping his hands across, like his nails against the surface of this stuff, peeling up some of that like <laughs> shit. He's just like, you don't understand. I don't care what you fucking do to me. I don't want to be here for this. I can't be here again. Not again. Oh, and he just, he's like, well then shut up and be food and fucking like sucks him into his body. And you see his hands still reaching out before they sink in, like into a puddle of quicksand and Gene and Gene just kind of like pats himself on the stomach very comically, but then he starts to shrink down Mm -hmm. To about the height of a goblin now. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. That's fine. But He's, that, that yeah. intensity that used to come off mm-hmm. him now is radiating enough such that it is giving off almost its own pressure, like as if you dropped into another level here. Something right. about that goblin was a little spicy, and Gene is also now buckled over. Oh, pain. fuck my butthole, dude. <laughs> no, it's good. he literally just took out a fucking enemy in one and hand. We'll take it is it. now one who thing was running away. <laughs> Eldridge, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I think... Alright. Um, I'm hoping Bagan can pull through this, hopefully. Because I want to I wanna talk with him. Um, mm-hmm. I know what that sword does. I mm-hmm. sheathe my sword from Veknog. Mm-hmm. And I grab Bagan's sword. Alright. Go ahead and add to your inventory on your character sheet, if you wouldn't mind. The Vorpal Sword. Yes. Yeah. Rest in peace, that sexy goblin. I am... Oh, that is so true. I forgot he was so sexy. Yeah. Um, sexy I am going to pick up the sword from Bagan. 
the Vorpal Longsword. And as a bonus action, I am going to spread my wings for gym flight. So behind oh, me, behind what? me, you see crystal like, like crystal like wings that are almost like it's not necessarily like actual wings. It's just crystals that are like emanating from my middle back. Mm-hmm. And it basically looks like giant shards that are coming. Like out. a cluster of crystal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Kornoff, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Literally, as, as, he, as Kornoff is seeing this, I didn't go, see this coming at all. I didn't gonna, know you had wings. He's going to, Oh, fuck me. He is a dragon. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I'll spread them Johan, out. That was just Kyle talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spread out my wings like really like wide and I'll just rush for Siegfried with the Vorpal longsword, still just using one handed. You have it. You all have right. advantage. Go ahead and give me an attack with advantage. Okay. Hell yeah. Ooh. Uh, does a 16 plus seven hit? <laughs> yeah that hits <laughs> um okay i'm gonna go ahead and just take all three of my uh or well i only have two swipes here so i'm, a, I'm yeah. gonna take the other swipe real quick uh it does a dirty 20 hit yeah okay hell yeah so give me we're that gonna added do... attack damage you got there okay so we have a uh 1d10 plus four uh wow that's so anticlimactic i Rolled a one, so one plus four is five plus three, so eight damage. Um, and then the second attack, uh, fuck me, I'm rolling so low. Uh, two plus four, six plus another three is nine damage. Oh, yeah, that's still a great. Nine turn. <laughs> yeah, what was the full damage total? I'm sorry, so uh, nine for the first one, nine and plus I think eight, 17. Eight. Yeah, 17, 17 total. That's a great Shit. turn, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll just kind of, I'll, I'll kind of hover like in the space, like near Siegfried, um, uh, after taking those two swipes. Alrighty. Can and I just now. say something really quick in case our listeners have been wondering that or thinking about this? <laughs> Can I just bring it to attention? The fact that Alandi and Carveth switch for Eldrick and Kornoth. <laughs> Oh my god. Because it has been <laughs> something funny. that has been hard yeah. for me to <laughs> distinguish the fact that you flipped yeah. each yes. other. Yeah. I didn't think about it, but yeah, you absolutely huh. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. It's it's <laughs> Johan's turn. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And in, in in all of this, Johan just like rises up and I think he he sees Siegfried over there kind of hunched over. And then he looks over towards Jean, who is also now hunched over. Oh, do it, cousin. And he summons. He summons the long, the the long sword, or not the long sword, the great sword in his hand. Please do not do this, cousin. And he looks over at. He looks over at you, Kornoth. He is violently shaking his head. No, like. And he looks over at the rest of you. I have no idea what he's talking about. He's asking if he should attack Gene right now. Oh, attack Gene. Yes, because Gene is vulnerable and Gene is scary. And he, and he just he kind of gives you like this remorseful look, Kornoth. No, as he rushes Gene and he brings the sword down on top of Gene, and as he brings the sword down, Gene's body splits open. Oh my god! And consumes Johan. 
shit. And Johan is standing in the center of this room now, mid-strike, encased in this green mold-like substance. I'm going to say out loud, are you fucking kidding me, Johan? And now it is Crumb's turn. Oh my god, Um, dude. I figured Johan would do it. I I figured he would do it. That's why I was worried about it. He, well, he, I need to make clear to Gene that I do not oh, Gene support. We need, not, to fin- we need I, to finish the fight. So to paint a picture here, Gene is not sort of like there in the sense of like that anymore. It is now a sort of cocoon-like moss and mold sheet around the, the yeah. sort of frame of Johan. That, well, whatever that I, was was like an unconscious defensive response. Yeah. I think that I am upset v- verbally that uh, Johan did that, but I am going to continue attacking Siegfried uh, because I just want to kill this fucker because mm-hmm. I hate mm-hmm. him and everything he stands for. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's only a 14. All right. Uh, you have advantage. Does not hit. Oh, Wait, I have advantage. Yeah. I have advantage. Because he's, he's prone right now. Well, he's restrained. Oh, that's a dirty 20. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. Okay, good, good point. He is going to he is going to use a legendary resistance. That's to right. half oh, damage. Oh, so half the damage, but is it is it half or is it uh to not take it? I can't remember. No, legend. Like, oh, that's a good question. Oh, that doesn't even work for that. Legendary resistance is to resist failed saving throws. Oh, oh shit! It's an right, then, it's an auto success. Then Siegfried mm-hmm. takes sixteen radiant damage. Oh shit! And dude. just dies. Hey, Bugnacious. Oh, how do you want to do it? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell I, yeah! I think so. Okay, okay, okay. So I think Bugnacious sees Johan just fucking sacrifice himself for no fucking reason. I don't think he was trying to sacrifice he himself. Was not I think well, he was no, trying I, to save I hear himself. you, but like this yeah. is how I'm, I know what you mean by that. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm pissed off about that because. I kind of grew to like Johan a little bit. <laughs> um, and I hate this Siegfried guy more than anything because he stands for so many things that I despise. Mm-hmm. And I haven't taken a lick of damage, so this is none of that. But I am just livid by this whole situation. And I'm also kind of on a high of just like fucking people up. Um, if you've ever been in a fight in real life, you kind of get this. There's a yeah, rush yeah. you get from punching someone. <laughs> and I think that Bugnacious is fucking jacked right now. Yeah. And no, I think, even I think too- he is stabbing. I mean, he's right now is swinging his uh, Light of Redemption sword. And I think right. he is swinging both of them straight into Siegfried's neck. <laughs> and I think in this moment too, you see this rush of emotion. He doesn't have to speak it because I don't think Bugnacious is the type to be oh, like yeah. super outbursty, you know? I think the suit lights up as this coalesce of almost like a galaxy forms as you are just full of just this rage and emotion as these sort of flecks of silver in the suit start to form into a spiral in your chest as you just bring the swords down across Siegfried's neck. In a clean motion, like it was the, it, it, like almost if you blink, you would miss it. Mm-hmm. And you, you're sat swords out, the light of redemption fades from your hand. And Siegfried's head falls from his shoulder. 
I think that I kind of fall to my knees and sigh as Siegfried falls to the ground. And as the light fades from my hand, I think I am exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. But Ornoth is going to slowly like take a deep breath and then walk over to his cousin Mold and just say, Jean, I do not know if you can hear me. I beg of you. We rushed in early to save you. You have every right to be angry at him. I beg of you to spare him his life. He is the last of my kin. And he drops to his knees and she's like, I beg of you, show mercy where he would not. Give me... Give me a d20 roll, Jeremy, plus your charisma. Can... So, I think... I'll, you don't have to. You don't have to do. Uh, I I will say from that speech as well. You have a point of inspiration. So, yeah, well, you can, definitely, yeah. Definitely using that. You can roll. You can use that point of inspiration if you like to roll at advantage. If you get a low roll, <sighs> it's gonna be for persuasion. It's gonna be an eleven. So that's, hear me out. Right. Hear me out, Kyle. <laughs> I still I still have a point of inspiration that I haven't had the opportunity to use. Oh, do you want to give that to him? I feel I have grown really fond of Johan, honestly, and maybe this is kind of shitty, even more so than I have of Kornoth. Oh, <laughs> and I am a little not a little. I am saddened and moved by this whole situation and I don't want to see Johan killed in this way. Mm-hmm. I want to give my point of inspiration to Kornoth as well. If you will allow okay, it. Yeah. No, no, 100%. I, I think I, I think I will allow that. Go ahead and roll at advantage because you got a bonus inspiration so you can burn one. Oh my god. Natural 20. Yeah, no fucking way. Oh, dude. Take a picture, holy please. Shit. Oh, oh, that's beautiful. Oh my okay. god. I think there's no fucking way. Oh my god. I think in that moment, a couple things happen. I think as you drop to your knees and say that, it feels like everything sort of like has dropped to a stillness, and I think. In the silence, you don't get a response from Gene, but you start to see a chip and a crack and then another sort of splintering and another crack as the moss begins to dull and gray and clumps of mold and these growths stop pulsating and also gray over and they start to fall away. More and more chunks fall away and fall away. And then underneath that, two figures emerge. The little goblin and a now 
standing before you, magical weapon having dissipated, Johan. But along his arm where all his tattoos and markings and scars are, you see faint green moss. Ornoth gets up and hugs his cousin. I think the I think there's like a a brief sort of pause and the arms go around you and you are embraced again as well. But it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like off or anything. It feels like this person is accepting this because they are frightened. And they look up at you and they they see a look of recognition, but there's also a, a, still this abject fear as they speak up and they say, where am I? Who are you? What is this place? Where? Where are we? And you see features of your cousin as you're now getting a good look at this person. And you see features of other people and other entities throughout their face. Like a new entity that is an amalgamation of all of these varying people that Gene had previously absorbed, is what you could assume from this, just from your discerning eye. Um. He looks at him and he just goes, I do not know what you are now, but I know that you are still my cousin, the last of my kin, the last of my people. No matter what form you take, you will always be my kin. And he hugs him even tighter. And I think I walk beside them and say, uh, and, and even more, I put a hand on both of their backs. A friend. And he sort of like, he sort of gets teary-eyed as he's like, I'm almost getting teary-eyed. Shit. <laughs> he's looking around at all you guys and you guys are all like, you know, his friends in this area, he doesn't know anything. And he just starts crying. <laughs> um, While all of this ha- is happening, I do want to like, you know, be mindful of like, make sure your friend's all, not dead. Yeah. Make sure like everything's okay over kick. there. <laughs> yeah. I do want to go walk over to Bagan and he check made on one. He made one success and two failures. Okay. Can I stabilize them? Yeah. Go ahead. Roll. Give me a medicine check. Yeah. Do those, uh, do, do any of those supplies help that we got from, uh, uh, yeah, you can use that to gain advantage. I forgot I had okay. some stuff to help stabilize. Cool. So yeah, I won't even say you need a roll. You, you definitely stabilize him with that okay. stuff. Cause you good memory on you. Okay. Thanks. Uh, and you see he's breathing shallowly, but he is still unconscious. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's quiet, you know, uh, Siegfried's dead. And you start to see now around you as, uh, the small goblin guy has disappeared within your if you want to make a perception check to see if maybe you noticed him run off but i don't think in that moment you guys were focused on no he's he's disappeared and alarms are now going off 
in the area that you are in as these green lights now flash over to a yellow and green and yellow and green and yellow as these alarms start to sound and you guys uh kind of remembering basically what johan showed you and still having that key mm-hmm. uh what do you want to do uh i want to Kornoth once he's kind of recovered one wants to grab that staff because there's no fucking way it's not magical and two he wants to search he just wants to search him to like find keys or whatever because he mm-hmm. uh, he at the end as of the you day, get closer yeah. to okay, siegfried uh you can see that like the blood that once poured crimson starts pouring this blackish sort of brackish color from the the chance transformation he was potentially going through mm-hmm. uh, but you guys were able to stop him before that sequence was uh come had come to fruition but you can see that sort of same sort of stuff that you studied within gene and within uh the various parts around here it's that same stuff something scary something about was about just, to happen yeah something scary was really about to go down and now uh as these alarms are going off you kind of gather your wits about you and everything and you find the that you you gather up the staff and the, you could see as you were picking it up it was like almost like like a magnet like clinging to the floor being eaten by the substance but you pull it off mm-hmm. it was like kind of molding back into the base yeah. itself and you pull it off and uh you continue onward with the staff yet you don't have any information on it right now no yeah that's, that in yeah. the future uh but uh you you find like another one of those sort of like keys but it's like a master key kind of like what you Perfect. basically that's, rigged up that's the main thing he was and for. this uh, this thing will help you guys get through any doors or whatever for now and in remembering Johan's route that he took you on and having that crude map, you can easily find your way out if that is what y'all are doing. But you now have a new unexpected friend. Um, you know, to be clear, and this might not be like obvious, the alarms don't sound like it's more like a it's intruder's like a alarm. Yeah. Woo. Is Woo. it getting faster or anything? Mm-mm, no, it's not like someone who's arming something to be yeah. destroyed. It's like someone is warning the rest of the people who could be within here like in the dorm area y'all knew about Uh, there's some people who just killed dad um kornoth is going to turn to them and it's like first and foremost i am a member of the restuary and that the room we were in previously was filled with many artifacts that were no doubt stolen i would i would ask of you to help me guard it until the reinforcements from Restuary could arrive. I do not think they would look for us. I do not think the enemy would look for us there. But I cannot promise they won't. I I think at this point, Kornoff, I I think that whatever you whatever you need. Thank you. Cousin, do you? Uh, y- yeah. Do you mind at all? Mind, mind what? I am sorry. You are very confused. Please come with, come with me to the. Just follow me, and once we arrive, I will answer any questions you have for me. Oh, oh, okay. okay. But I will warn you. I know very little of your past as well. I can only tell you the man I met, and how he hit I... me over the head with a chair. 
Oh shit! I love that. Kind of laughs. I think he genuinely does laugh at that. He's like, "Fuck, that's so good, Jeremy." God damn! And you guys, I think you guys hear a ruckus coming, but you were able to make it through those back channels that Mm Johan showed you, and easily make your way out of the base. Mm -hmm. And with with uh, all the stuff, oh yeah, like the the artifacts. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we wanted to go. Yeah. You, yeah. With with the limited resource of you guys carrying whatever you could personally carry mm-hmm. in your bags and stuff, I'd yeah. say each of you could you could like theoretically carry four things. So Wait, I thought we were waiting. Up. I thought we were yeah, waiting yeah, my, for reinforcements. My, my plan was to go that into that room and wait for reinforcements because oh, she had said they, reinforcements oh, okay. were in the way. Like we were going to hide out in the base and wait for reinforcements. Okay, so you guys are going to hold up in the artifact room. Yes. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm trying I to think, defend it for rest I think this this sort of stuff happens above game. Mm-hmm. Uh like like above like you yeah. guys' like general actions. You guys hold out as like a few sort of like worker types try to bang their way through the door, but you know, there's there's a pile of I assume just like cases and yeah. things that you've Literally, thrown together yeah. and you guys are holding them off as good as you can and uh what feels like an eternity starts to pass as you guys are bunkered down before you start to hear those same people running off and escaping into what you can only assume is some sort of escape vehicles or escape mm-hmm. sort of pod situation. And uh, or escape before yet. it's all said and done, a looming shadow passes by the barricade and you see a single red eye shift and look into the room at you all. Before continuing down the hall with the rest of the people towards the exits. And you can presume that this was maybe one of the other yeah. children that Johan had mentioned. He didn't stop, but it looked like if he wanted to, he mm-hmm. could have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He chose. And he chose not to. And he, along with, you presume, the goblin and whoever else was in this facility, begin to leave as you can hear the sound of scuffling from a few that are standing back fighting off against uh, a few. It's a it's a it's a pretty intense scene that you see as the as as combat begins to happen on the other side of the barricade. It's not fully covered up, obviously. It's just Mm -hmm. like a makeshift happenstance thing. But you see someone clad in a black uniform that's denoting to sort of the same workmanship as this area that you've been in, take a flying knee to the face. <laughs> Hell yeah. As a man in spandexed pants, knee pads, boots, and a luchador-style mask <laughs> yes. collides into him with a knee, and he has two sets of these glowing arms coming out of his sides as he is in a boxer sort of stance with one set and the other set is just above him ready to fucking bear hug this fool (laughs) and he goes rushing by fighting a couple other guys and then you see hadan he's wielding something that can only be described as what if your hand was a chainsaw (laughs) <laughs> as this thing of gnashing blades on the end of his fist he rips the cord like like a, a lawnmower being started i've seen the, I've seen the evil grabs, dead too <laughs> and just grabs one of these guys by their face with this big glove of like just spinning teeth and wheels and oh. just shreds him to the wall as he like looks in and kind of is like are you guys all right 
and don't forget to wear your seatbelt on the right to the top. And then he and he starts singing the <laughs> he starts jokingly singing to you the in, in yes, elevator, elevator uh, safety yes. video from the oh very beginning God. as he sends the chainsaw slashing into the chest of another guy and he runs off. And then you can see now Kama along with a couple church members and Stance at the end of the barricade starting to move things away from you guys as you guys are now being you presume rescued from this place mm-hmm. hey um and i wanted to make this clear uh so i did want to ass- take bagan with us i assumed you yeah taking care yeah. of him in the back while mm-hmm. everyone else but, was uh, kinda- some time passes you guys get a long rest in at the nearest hospital you however bugnacious are taken with uh, Kornoth, after y'all have all been healed up, whatever, you've taken no damage. And that Correct. isn't just by the dice roll or anything. Mm-hmm. That suit has been slowly but surely enhancing what feels like your just day-to-day movement. Like, And you are now being studied by Restuary and Kama and a few other people to see if there's a way to remove it, if that's something you wanted in the future. Yeah, And to study this artifact that... Sh- apparently chose you and uh you spend some time there getting to know a few of the people around restuary as well as getting to know Kornoth a bit more and uh Kornoth, you are also in this area because they have been studying your cousin um also i uh i assumed while we were like waiting in that room Kornoth would have been like ritual casting uh identify so like however long it took for them to like get it he's basically mm-hmm. made like a very well written like catalog of all the items presents it's like this is what i've got the main stuff that i know you have on your person i'll get you cards for that everything else i'll just say for sure you labeled it and they know you know yeah like, yeah no like the I, staff and things yeah. like that the the, um, uh, yeah. the primary thing wasn't to like get magical items for him that's not the whole point of restuary is to recover mm-hmm. magical items this is a whole right. room of magical items i think like, there's some downtime in between the uh, testing that they've been running on your cousin and you, and you guys are kind of waiting in like a sort of like artificially made like open foyer. Like it looks like there's a holographic screen above you that looks like clouds. And like, there's a few actual normal trees and a bench in this little park kind of area. And you guys are all able to sit for a couple hours out here or go to the mess hall and eat or you know, do whatever you want. You're not prisoners yeah. or anything. But I feel like I'm definitely hanging around as well while the experiments. Mm-hmm. I'd say happening. this is the first. This is the first time in about a week mm-hmm. that you have seen each other since the incident. Yeah. You've uh, been being studied, Ignatius. Uh, were they okay uh, with? I assume Kornoth was with uh, his cousin the entire yes, time, unless yes, they had you've a problem been with, with your it. cousin yeah. and Kama. Things yeah. were sorted out. You explained your case to them, and they were like. You guys have went above and beyond. Like, of course, you're a part of fucking Restuary. Why would yeah. you ask about that? Like, kind of situation. And then, also, you're uh, not upset about you... the whole broken gene pipe. I mean, that's awesome. Listen, that, really that is the least of our concerns. That entire base is like finding the world's largest nugget of gold. That is the amount of studying and time it will take to understand everything in that place. You've done beyond. Your station. I am so proud of you, Corna. And she kind of like gives you a knowing nod. She's like, and you made it out in one fucking piece, eh? And she like punches you in the shoulder. Again, we're not trying to be as invasive as possible, but 
we believe that this entity that is with you guys now is this isn't your cousin i mean it is in that i could tell from the moment he emerged he is he is many people one of them is my cousin the potential in in what this means and what this this precedent that's set here is insane he adapts to situations at a remarkable rate it is a miracle we got any research done you cut him once you got to get a sharper blade you you try to scan him with some sort of magic it's like he's got a built-in firewall he is an enigma you're not prisoners and he won't be kept here but he has no home so i'd assume he could oh, live here I'd, with you absolutely especially since he is um he doesn't seem to have proper memory no there's there's it's, almost as it's almost as if the overhaul of whatever traumatic events these people or this person has gone through have sort of system full system restored him in a way uh it was too much for one body to embody so to speak and they sort of coalesced into this one new entity and as far as we can tell completely fine health-wise healthy as a goddamn plant he's like uh we did notice again the abyssal sort of Black blood is what we've been labeling it as now. Uh, still runs through his system as well. But other than that, there's no signs of this gene fellow. No signs of that dragon you fought. No signs of the other people. Just this new person and uh, and some remnants. You know, something to keep an eye on. Just but nothing, nothing of pressing danger right now. Do you uh, have any questions for us? Or? And this is Kama still talking to you. She kind of holds down the fort in every sort of area within here. So like the chief of medicine or something in this case. I, ha- I have many questions, but I think you know most of them are the same as yours. Yes, yes. We are still going through the catalog of artifacts that you've sent us, as well as trying to make sense of what Siegfried was planning or even trying to do with this place. It's all a lot right now and there's still a lot of leaves scattered to the wind oh also if you meet that eldritch fellow uh we have uh we have begun in our nursing ward as well he also is suffering from a bit of memory loss but he would like to leave very much so is what he keeps saying you can have him come visit as long as you're on the premises uh, he's not again, he's again, I don't think a prisoner. We have no evidence that he was, you know, involved other than the fight. Yeah, no, I think he, him and, uh, him and the, uh, I will contact. Oh, speaking of which, um, and I can't believe I didn't think about this. I do need a new tablet thingy. Unforeseen circumstances. Yes, yes. Uh, I am sorry. It's it's okay. That's fine. These are dime a dozen. The little beholder floats over to her hand and she connects it to like another one. Almost like they look like the little switch mm-hmm. controllers that you can take off. Mm-hmm. And he just 
and opens it back up to a new tablet and just passes it to you. As you guys are kind of making your way out of here to the courtyard, you kind of, uh, at the same time as well, Bugnacious, you're kind of getting a rundown from the few scientists yeah. and nurses that like run things over with you and uh, just being like, yeah, just come back. We just need to do a bit more research, see if we can't get a sample. Again, it's very hard to peel off of you. What with it being a part of your chitin skin? Yeah, chitin. Body. Chitin. There you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I yeah, do just, appreciate you not just doing it forcibly. You're being no, really great. Not, no, like no, I do appreciate. You guys that. have been, you guys That's have been really through a lot. And the last place you need to deal with stress and anxiety is the doctor's office. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of gives a chuckle and he walks back as you guys are as he yeah. led you to the door to the sort of courtyard and you meet up there right as Kornath and his cousin are entering to the courtyard as well. Little Crumb, you shiny obsidian bastard. Good to see you. How's your cool new flesh? I and he goes to give you a handshake, like a hearty handshake. Yeah, I I, I, I pull like you, you in now, for you a hug. Like I pull you in for a hug, straight oh, up. Fuck yeah. yeah, you 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 do that almost reflexively to pull him in for the hug, but like you really pull, like even with those yeah. big ass gauntlets, like you mm -hmm. pull his ass in. Oh yeah, his hug. 100%. And you feel, you fully through your gauntlets feel this tug. And yeah. you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I say to uh, Kornoth, I, I, I put one of my hands on Kornoth's arm and pat uh, his uh, cousin on the back. And I say, uh, Kornoth, cousin, it's, oh man, it's, it's been a lot. And he's like, hello, I, sparkly man. It is great <laughs> to see you once again. I, I must be honest. Uh, I've I've been thinking. I do that a lot now too. Uh, tell me which you prefer, Yohin or Jean Han? What's that? I think I like Jean Han. I think I like Jean Han as well. What is that? Well, cousin, I believe. I. I think that's you, our friend, cousin. Gina. I like it. What does it mean? Kornoth sends you the message about Bagan, and I think you go to visit him in the, uh, in the restuary hospital after all is said and done. Where were you spending time for a while after you got back that week? I think I, at, when we got back to, uh, like you got patched up, where'd you yeah, get? We got, got patched, patched up. up. I think I just made sure everybody was good. Honestly, I think I kind of like just disappeared a little bit, mm -hmm. Did but you go back to the Underwood. No, I think I would have been literally hanging around, but like in the shadows a little bit. So, all right, Batman, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so like, so What's that I think- What's guy doing on top of that, the building, just staring? <laughs> just is. And yeah, he pulls no. the sword out and he just yeah. disappears. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I will clarify, I kept the Vorpal sword. Um, I kept yeah, that yeah. and without my other two swords. So I have mm -hmm. three on me. But I think I'm I'm just kind of laying low. I think I'm I'm very close. I'm nearby. But basically, I'm just like kind of going over in my head over and over and over and over and over again, the conversation that is about to happen mm -hmm. and just trying to find the right words and, 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 you know, 
coming up with something and then scratching everything and then starting all over and then going back and then like just trying to figure out exactly what I'm going to say to Bagan when I see him. And uh, I get the text from Kornoth. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll. I yeah, think... I think for now you guys are also honorary members of Restuary since mm-hmm. this completion as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'll I'll kind of just you know low profile kind of just make my way in, talk to who I need to talk to to go speak with mm-hmm. Bagan. Kornoth I think you meet also up sent with, you a uh, picture of all three of the other guys hugging. As like a, like a friend picture, like like a selfie. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll like it. I'll, I'm assuming yes, I can absolutely. like it. <laughs> you, don't do it. you just like it, like an iMessage. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes, I you, just like you it. You double tap it, and a little hologram firework shoots up and then splashes back down. <laughs> yes, I love it. Little little hearts pixelate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you get the message, and you get that, and probably set it as your fucking ArcLight tablet's background. Anyway. Um. Uh, <laughs> You, <laughs> you you meet up with Hadan at the front desk, mm-hmm. and he kind of smiles at you after having seen you, haven't had, haven't, boy, words are hard, haven't <laughs> had seen you in a while. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know what you're here for. And he just kind of claps you on the back as he walks you to the, uh, around to the nursing area, because Hadan's a nurse. Isn't that fun? I love it. Uh, Represent. He walks you, yeah, exactly. Shout out one time. Uh, he walks you into uh, the room, and Bagan is sort of sitting at the window with his arms crossed behind his back, just standing. He's in a like hospital gown with the little IV bag thingy, mm-hmm. but it's like a tiny drill because he's made of crystals. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> just fun um, for me. Yeah. Anyway, no, no, uh, no, but I, he's not facing it. you. He's just looking out the window over the. It's like look uh, uh, a shot over the cliff that you see like the underwood and you see like the level going down into the second layer mm-hmm. from this area. Yeah. So he's looking like past towards the underwood. Yeah, he's just looking yeah. out towards yeah. the underwood in that area, just general yeah. area. Just not I'll, uh, paying attention. I think uh, I'll I'll thank Hadan to say, you mind if I have a second? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, just uh, hit that button over there if you need anything. Okay. And he just shuts the door behind you. Yeah. I'll, uh, I don't think I'll acknowledge Bagan at first. I'll just sit down at, I'm assuming there's a table there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a small end table situation that's like pulled up next to his desk for like visitors or whatever. Uh, or his bed, I mean. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll just kind of sit there for a couple minutes, just not saying anything. And then I'll I'll take a I'll take a big sigh and I'll reach into my bag and start pulling out a set of dragon chest pieces. <laughs> and I'll start just slowly, you know, laying everything out, getting things ready, and uh, mm-hmm. I think I'll say, um, care for a game. He just kind of looks over his shoulder at you. He still hasn't said anything to you, but he's definitely known you've been in the room. And he kind of looks back out the window for a moment before he walks over and sits in the bed, kind of crisscross applesauce across from you. Hello, Eldrick. Hello, Bacon. I'm. I'll I'll move the first piece. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so go ahead and give me a d20 roll, because I want to play this as a real game, because he's yes. canonically never beaten you. Yes. 
uh, a nine. Nice. Oh. Do you not have per, do you not I have think a few a few moves are made as you after you mm-hmm. say hello and there's like a few minutes that passes and he's like You got the drop on me, didn't you? Yeah. I figured uh I would do better in the fight if I had the benefit of you not knowing who I was. He takes one of your pieces as he says that placing his piece in its spit. As he rolled a 15. Oh, shit. I... I want to apologize for... for what I did. I... Granted, you know, you kind of deserved it, but also... Apologize to the community, Eldrick. Apologize to... That dreaded council I did away with. Do not apologize to me. You merely put a roadblock in the path of progress while clearing away another with that damned old fool out of the picture. You think I need to go to him for his power now? Sure, you're Fancy guild is all stirring about like bees in a nest. But he had already given me plenty gifts before this meeting. My question is, and go ahead and roll a d20 again. 13. And he takes another piece. Why did you go for me first? Hiding like a coward in the back. Not even letting me see your face. Do you think maybe a conversation could have been had? Do you think maybe some decorum? Roll a d20. 12. He got a natural fucking 20. He beats you in three moves. Mm. And he just dashes the fucking chessboard to the fucking ground. I've grown beyond whatever we had. And it would seem you have also done the same. Rest assured, it will take some time for me to recover. But I'll ask only once. Give me the sword back, Eldrick. I think he'll sit there in silence for a couple seconds. And just look down at the chess pieces scattered across the ground. And then he'll look up. Because I'm assuming he stood up when he, he did yeah, he stu- yeah, yeah, he he stood out of the bed at this point, having pushed everything to the side. Like the little desk in front of you, and it's just you sitting in the chair, and him looming over you. I'll look at him straight in the eyes. Make me. And as, a, as, a, as I say that, radiant breath emanates out, and mm-hmm. I slowly stand up. And 
kind of yeah you loom over him you're, you're I, slightly I, yeah, taller than he is i i you know walk over next to him and just kind of touch chests in due time dear friend in due time i told you i would ask you but once and he turns away from you and in an instant he teleports leaving behind just the hospital gown <laughs> so he's buck ass naked somewhere yeah he don't care he's one of those motherfuckers that'll pick up a sword covered in blood butt ass naked he's hot as hell i made him hot as hell mm -hmm. picture in your mind's eye that he's hot as hell mm -hmm. i'll 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 reach out with my mind because mm -hmm. i i feel like i know he what he's about to do mm -hmm. i'm just gonna say i haven't given up on you yet i still love you we cut away now as the sort of, we leave that scene. The camera sort of pans away from, uh, from you, Eldrick, as we are gonna huh, leave the scene. You remember, remember uh -huh. the game at the beginning, everybody? <laughs> and uh, we just see a, we see a couple things. We see the restuary teams moving items from the lower levels back into restuary proper uh they've now carted off the tree that you saw in your vision bugnacious and they are studying it but it is like in off limits no one touches it no one does anything with it thing and they can't shut down the base because all the tubes and pipes and veins of this like building are attached to this tree. So to do that is to destroy this artifact that they know nothing about. It is foreign. This is not an old artifact, or if it is old, it's older than old. Yeah. And you see a few people just sort of like monitoring it, taking photos and doing simple test things with like sort of biohazard style, like fantasy garb as they're like collecting samples and doing these things. Then the camera shifts focus and it is a night visage of like a new upgraded suite with our boy Kornath and uh, Jean Han both hanging out in their dorm. Kornath at a desk like we saw him at the very beginning, studying amongst a pile of books and strewn about papers, but now a window beset to the side as you see bioluminescent plants beginning to light up and denote that the nighttime is upon you. Jean Han sleeps soundly in the bed right behind uh, Kornath as he is continuing to research what happened to the gem and his gauntlets. We then pan away from that scene and we cut to another scene of Bugnacious. Where would you be going at this moment? in this in this time frame right now like after having said your haze and how are you is to your friends where would you go from restuary i feel like i feel like bugnacious would feel a little lost after this i feel like bugnacious felt a little lost for a while just kind of helping whoever needs it mm -hmm. i feel like this mission really gave me a sense of purpose mm -hmm. that now that this mission's over i kind of feel a fresh hole again mm -hmm. you 
you since being a uh since being a uh honorary member of restuary you have an arclight tablet and mm -hmm. a message comes across your tablet you hear the notification sound ding, as you have a unread message in your message box do you open it i do you see an invitation from one Beetleboog Jack to seek an audience with his guild leader, Lady Milduda of the House of Shrubbery. He put in a good word for you as you read along, is happy to see that you all made it out, and if you were looking for somewhere to stay and some steady work, he's got it for you, and so does Lady Milduda. Um, I think Bugnacious looks down uh at this tablet and uh we kind of see a smirk grow onto Bugnacious's face as the light from the tablet dims and now we're going to cut away finally to you Eldrick uh where where would you have ended up after all this so after that interaction with uh, Bagan, I think I would have probably bolted straight for the Underwood mm -hmm. to try to convince uh, Zekna and... Afani. Yes, her. I'm so glad that you chose to do this. <laughs> you... You make your way back to the Underwood, back to your campgrounds, your old stomping hole where you used to hang out when you broke away from the camp, and you see Ifani tending to the campfire alone. And Ifani looks up almost surprised and rushes to you and gives you a big hug. And she says, thank goodness, that old fuck, leaving me here alone, all, all to go have fun with you, eh? What do you mean? And she, she looks at you and just bops you on the forehead like, you should have had a VA, like, <laughs> and she taps your new sapphire hilted sword. And when you place a hand on it, you hear in your mind, Hey, kid. And Zeknog is the very sword you hold with you. And Ifani smiles when you start to have this realization. And her physical form coalesces. And the wood strips away from your other sword. And you have a topaz hilt on that sword. And she was like, You didn't think you'd leave us that easy, did you?